guess what? The fun is over. Now we're gonna get to the downright evil stuff. Father Al here. I am joined by... I am Veronica Bavalic, Warren of Satanic Study Hall. And we are also joined by Kean, who many of you know from the Art Hang in Discord, which Kean and Veronica host every Sunday and Tuesday. So welcome, everyone. And to those listening, thank you for joining us. Uh, today, we're going to have a brief little discussion about the Bladensburg Satanic Peace Cross and the ritual to honor Satanist veterans that was held on July 10th of 2021. So, Veronica, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, what's going on with the Peace Cross? I will very uneloquently tell you about the, uh, the Peace Cross. <laughs> I'm going to keep it dumbed down a little bit. Um, so basically, uh, the, uh, the gist is that there is a monument uh, in the D.C. area that has been around for a very long time in the you know shape and symbol of a, of a cross, generally considered to be a Christian memorial to um, uh, veterans who have died specifically in World War I. And um, it was ruled recently um, that the Supreme Court ruled recently um, in... American Legion versus American Humanists Association uh, that maintaining the Peace Cross on public land does not violate the Establishment Clause of the U.S. Constitution. So it was, to my knowledge, uh, it was a monument that was first set up on private land, which made its uh, religious symbolism and basis okay, but then it was taken over and and the land was... um, uh, no longer private. It was it was public land at that point. Um, so there was a court case, a little bit of constitution uh, stuff going on, and uh, it was deemed okay to stay on public grounds. And then the Satanists took over. Yes, and then the Satanists took over basically. Uh, but some Satanists hijacked it, and some Satanists hijacked it in July, and that's what we're here to talk about. They didn't hijack it. Uh, they did a really nice. I did see the. Um, uh, recording of it all, the publication they put it on TST TV, I believe, um, and uh, it was just a little uh, satanic homage to satanic veterans who may have passed away, and not just satanic veterans, all veterans. It looks like they were being very um, respectful towards and honoring with uh, this satanic ceremony they did in front of the cross, and Kean. Um, was awesome enough to go, and you you were there at this event, right? I was. It was uh, it was pretty cool. Um, I, like you said, they put the video up on uh, Satanic TV, so you can kind of uh, check out the the whole thing. It was um, not overly long, <laughs> um, but it was very um, impactful. I found, um, it was, uh, you know, they had kind of a a musical interlude to start um, an introduction. And then uh, they had the, one of the admins for the, uh, 
DC, Maryland friends of group who I believe he, uh, organized the whole thing. Um, Mr. Costas, um, he spoke and then they had the, uh, minister do the actual sort of invocation thing. So, um, you know, it was, it was interesting, uh, to get to the park where pretty much everybody was, you know, like it's, it's kind of this long park and you go, you park down the the one end and then they have like this little grove of trees down the other end that's by the cross. And, uh, as we were, uh, pulling into park, you know, you see the whole protester crowd, um, who apparently decided we were doing something terrible and, yeah. You know. If you want to start with that, um, let, let talk about these uh, counter attendees a little bit. I heard something about pole bearers and a Mary statue and a few yeah. things were going on, right? They had some guys' investments with a, you know, a Mary, Mary statue on a little platform. And they had some uh, people with... Uh, Honk for the cross signs, which you know is just <laughs> Jesus age. Like, oh, come on, give comedy credit where it's due. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they were there, and and it was the way it was sort of handled by local law enforcement was pretty good because they law enforcement was there. The way the area with the cross is. It the cross itself is on this little green patch that's sort of in between a bunch of intersecting roads. Mm-hmm. So they had the the Christian protesters over on the other side. They had the the Leos on the green area with at the base of the cross, and then we were at the park where we had you know set up in advance to uh, hold the ceremony. So. Uh, you know, especially with if the court's going to dodge the is, issue of a religious monument on public land, I feel like it's important for us to be visible. And obviously, you know, these these kind of protesters thought the same thing from their point of view. But it's just, it, it you know, it's a little bit ridiculous. Like the ceremony was part of it was to quote unquote uh, desacralize the cross because now it's, you know, it represents everybody. So it's, it's being stripped of its uh, right. particular it, Christian meaning. Right. Um, it, it was on the grounds that this cross and monument had existed for so many years that it was, um, it was a monument to everybody in that particular community at that point. And it didn't, and hypothetically the way that this is supposed to work um, like if a Scientologist group, not saying they would, I wouldn't put anything past them, but if they wanted to have this kind of little homage ceremony, um, they could call up the the district and, and set that up. And if there were counter protesters for theirs, probably wouldn't be too many, but they would get police protection. They would get everything the same way that uh, TST held this on July 10th. Am I right in saying that? I think so. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, if you get a bunch of Satanists out there doing something like this, it, it attracts a little bit more. Right. Um, but that, that is the than other people would. But it's important for us to. If the court is going to 
open that door legally, then it's important for us to claim that space. Right. And it, you know, that, that was the entire idea was desanctifying this particular monument for one particular religion. Right. Okay. So that was pretty cool. Um, I mean, I'm just going to kind of talk about it. And if, if you guys have any particular questions, you know, just go ahead and jump in and, and interrupt me. But um, the other thing that, well, not the other thing, another thing uh, that was pretty cool about the whole thing was just um, being part of a, a satanic um ritual this is only the second one that i've been part of um i attended a black mass previously but it's you know particularly for me like i never was a churchgoer um so to have a space and experience that whole like sort of communal thing the 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 uh what do they call it damn it the um fellowship (laughs) the fellowship aspect that other people get out of out of religion to experience that i have both times i've found that uh more impactful than i expected but it's it feels awfully damn good you know like to be able to have a communal event like that and but also not feel excluded because you don't believe in all the same stuff you know right and i think that veronica and i can kind of share a little bit of that perspective because you know we both you know basically entered into the satanic community you know around july of last year i'd say and you know we never really had that ability to interact you know collectively as much as i'm sure a lot of satanists before so i think yeah it definitely having that sense of community and coming together with like-minded folk i mean especially now for some of us who have recently become satanists whether you're you know tst or whatever i think that means a lot to us yeah oh definitely that actually i do have um a short question for you that kind of popped into my mind as i was watching footage of this ritual um because until and and you're saying you know, what your experience was being there physically. I even kind of got that feeling of camaraderie just from watching it. And I was going to make the attempt to drive down there that day, but I had to go be a satanic bridesmaid. Um, (laughs) uh, But um, I, so there were some mixed opinions, I think within the community, I definitely heard different things from different people saying that this was more showmanship than it was for anything else it was just supposed to kind of like draw the attention that tst's theatrical activism and and protest is some is sometimes supposed to draw um so i really didn't have anything to go off of except those opinions and a few headlines until i saw the footage and i do have to like come kind of comment on the end of that video where everybody's saying hail satan in unison And it looks like there's a very big amount of like happiness and pride and camaraderie going on there. Is that like, would you say that that became like a more important part of it at the end of that ritual than the showmanship sometimes is for TST? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, you you can kind of, like you say, see it a little bit when you watch the thing, reading about it in a, in an article really doesn't convey convey the the feeling 
of being there. But, you know, and I'm, I'll talk about this in a minute, but I have like a, a very strong familial connection with remembering World War One, and, and that being a monument specifically that was originally dedicated to veterans of that war. It meant something to me to say uh, Ave Satanas to honor them, you know. Um, it's not just, hey, look at us and, oh, we're making a point. Like, we could be out there doing, you know, like some kind of atheist, very, you know, atheist humanist sort of uh, protest or invocation or what have you that doesn't include the, say, the satanic elements. But to me, it's important to include that. Right. And it definitely meant something to me to be there with fellow Satanists and uh, express that in that way specifically, you know, um, that kind of leads me to uh, talking a bit about the connection of world war one and what they had to say specifically about remembering veterans um, in a satanic way. Uh, my great grandfather uh, and his brothers fought in World War One. He was the only one of his brothers that went to the war who came back alive, and he died uh, in his early 30s because uh, he brought back a piece of shrapnel in his chest with him from as a souvenir from the trenches. So it's a it's a big deal to me. I mean, I've if you see me on my right forearm is covered with a, uh, a set of poppy tattoos to remember them specifically. So during the ceremony, um, uh, Mr. Costas said, uh, gazing clear eyed through the lens of history, we recognize that many unjust wars have been waged based on falsehoods and deceit while thousands died for the benefit of powerful men who cared little for their suffering. We bear witness to their unnecessary deaths and pledge to never forget the injustices visited upon them. That meant that hit me in the chest. That meant a hell of a lot to me to have somebody uh, at a ceremony specifically to memorialize veterans that speaks truth to power about wars and why they're fought and how they're fought and who has to go and what the cost is. Um, I find a lot of the standard platitudes about uh, remembering the fallen a bit insulting. Um, but for me, a large part of Satanism is uh, looking the harsh truths of life square in the face, you know? Um, and it's not all, Oh, they're in heaven now. And you know, blah, 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 blah. Uh, they fought in the mud and the blood and the rats and the dysentery the and the insane amount of poison. Um, that left gas, all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, to not acknowledge, uh, that a lot of the time people die in war for no good goddamn reason. Uh, again, it's insulting to me to have, so to have someone actually say those words when in, in a setting, you know, 
doesn't gloss over those things and everybody there um, is vaguely in line with that assessment that was uh, that hit me uh, right in the chest. And so to say uh, Ave Satanas nice and loud where the the opposing uh, contingent could hear us meant a lot personally. So that was that was a lot of uh, what I wanted to convey about the event was just that, like you say, I mean, people, it's easy to dismiss um, a lot of what TST does as just as merely showmanship, as merely trolling. But I think for a lot of us who, uh, and not just TST, but a lot of us who identify this way, it has specific meaning that, I mean, like we're always saying, the there we have deeply held beliefs um, and to dismiss those deeply held beliefs and say, Oh, you're just, uh, you know, causing trouble or, and you're just trying to get attention. Uh, no, <laughs> that's not the, the sum total of, of what we're about and what we're doing. It really isn't. So. Uh, right. And like from so. my point of view, too, um, it's it was refreshing to see it kind of showed um, a big nuance that I mean, I, I guess I didn't automatically take out of the court of TST, but it it showed a nuance that yeah, it, it, you know, brought another light kind of like into my eyes a little bit, because what what it was was neither like toxic patriotism or toxic anti-patriotism. Right. Um, it yeah. was, uh, and that's like a little bit nice to see. I think a majority of what I've seen is a lot of TST's membership leans this kind of very, you know, you know, man, man, like punk rock way, but not in an intelligent way most of the time. And I'm, I'm a big anti-statist myself, but that's just personal. Um, but to see them uh, honor vets. Um, and just the personal lives of vets and show that their lives have value um, while at the same time pointing out um, the total insanity of, of most war, but particularly that war. Um, it just showed a lot of nuance uh, to respect, you know, veterans like that. A lot of men and women who at that time in history uh, really didn't have much choice in where they were going off to fight and die. Um, so I was, uh, you know, I, I was really impressed by that ritual after I saw it on film. I'm really glad it was recorded. Uh, cause I think if it wasn't, it would have been just a generic headline, um, for those of us that couldn't be there. Um, but I'm super happy you got down to this, uh, and I'm super happy you had that experience. I've really enjoyed talking, not just today, but, uh, extensively about, uh, your experience there. Yeah. And, and I think that's exactly right. What you were saying about it successfully uh, balanced, not just being not pandering about war and not just glossing over things, but it was also very uh, deeply meant to respect and honor the memory of people who have uh, died in war. So I think I think they did a good job and I'm hoping that we can have more events like this in the future. I know there's the, um, I think it's the reproductive rights uh, event in Utah coming up. 
uh, I believe it was delayed. I don't remember what the new date is, but I think, I think this particular event, like you say, I'm glad it was uh, recorded because I feel like it provides a very good precedent for going forward with other events and how to do it in a way that, yes, it gets attention to these issues of reproductive rights or pluralism or whatever representation in society, but it also shows that we have a legitimate set of morals and ethics and and deeply held beliefs about these subjects. And we're not just out here, you know, parading around in the dark cloaks for the fun of it, you know. No, it, it means something to us in a in a very particular way and we wouldn't do it this way if it weren't important to do it this way. So So I do have one question. In terms of the people that were kind of counter protesting or or the the opposition uh, do you, were they even paying attention to what was being said? I mean, do, do you think it was either they were at least listening and understanding, trying to understand what, you know, what the Satanists that were there, the message are trying to convey? Or do you think it was just, you know, basically they put up that wall of of ignorance and, and arrogance of, you know, we're not even going to listen to them. Their message means nothing. Do you think do you think they, they listened in at all? Do you think they took anything away about the fact of why the Satanists were out there? Um, without having spoken to them, my impression is the following. Uh, I don't think they cared in the slightest why we were actually there. Um, I mean, for, for one thing, they were far enough away that they couldn't, I doubt they could really make out what was being said. It was being, you know, it was on a mic and speakers and all that, but um, with traffic noise and all that kind of thing, I'm not sure that they they uh, could hear us from that point, except for the the multiple uh, Ave Satanas at the end. But um, that being said, they could have always talked to us, you know? I mean, if if they sent a representative over and, you know, conveyed to the cops that, Hey, we're not going to start a problem here. We just, we want to find out more about this, but there was just a lot of um, repeated praying, loud repeated, repeated praying from, from over there. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it wasn't, um, what's the word? It wasn't um, hostile in that sense, but it was, uh, yeah, impervious to any kind of uh, reason, reason or learning anything about us beyond that. Oh, though, though they're bad and they're they're uh, taking the sanctity away from the or trying to take the sanctity away from this cross that we think is important. And I'm like, well, you know. Well, technically, the state already took the sanctity away. I mean, just ruled it's not us. <laughs> a, it wasn't there to begin with. In reality, <laughs> B, yeah, like it's it's meant to represent everybody, you know. And I'm sure Muslims feel great about being represented by a giant concrete cross, but <laughs> um, but also, you know, just this weird sense that. Uh, if they just pray hard enough, they'll prevent us from doing something bad. And I'm like, Ooh, you know, like all this boogeyman stuff is just 
so ridiculous. But that was what they were there to do. They were there to make themselves feel better about um, combating the evil rather than like saying, hey, guys, what do you, you know, tell us more. And wouldn't it be in a nicer or, you know, arguably perfect world, uh, you know, if like a representative had come over and they, if somebody did say, hey, you know what, I do want to talk. Okay, you know what, you asked to talk, I want to talk, let's talk. And then two people, two very, very different people with very different beliefs or what they consider to be very different beliefs um, are able to stand there in plurality and have some kind of, uh, you know, dual invocation there. you know, in a perfect world, that would have been a perfect example of what that monument should mean now on public ground. Uh, but I guess we're not there yet completely. Yeah, and I don't think, I, I mean, for the people that are going to show up to protest us doing stuff like this, I don't think we're ever going to get there. Like, there may be other Christians who, you know, are a little bit more open-minded. But for those folks, it's it's we are an awfully convenient villain for them to play hero in opposition to. So I don't think they have any interest whatsoever in seeing us as as anything other than snidely whiplash. You know, it's, (laughs) we're, we're stock villain for them. So I don't, I'm not holding my breath, but. uh, (laughs) And just to jump in real quick. I mean, it almost seems like they not only, like won't but can't or or can't but won't because you know it in in the light of this christian nationalist movement it's like they've just completely are are blind actually seeing like uh, you know okay we should at least talk to them and understand them at all that goes against the narrative of selling the christian nationalism to christians the whole you know, we're, we're being persecuted for this and that, you know, they, they can't face us. They can't talk with us rationally and try to get an understanding of what we're about. Cause that would, you know, that, that would say, okay, that would start to turn people's minds into alternative ways of thinking. And those who are behind the Christian nationalism, at least the ones who are kind of in leadership positions to move that forward. That's the last thing they want. Do, do you follow what I'm saying? Absolutely. I think you're, you're absolutely correct about that. I mean, it is a narrative. It's a construct and they are happy to have us fill, fulfill a certain role. But, you know, sort of getting back to the way the, the ritual was done itself, if we continue to present ourselves unapologetically as Satanists, but with the, uh, the nuance and the sensitivity that they showed at the, at the, the, the event, um, I think other people are going to start seeing the difference. You know, uh, it, it'll become apparent who is the reasonable, uh, open-minded, you know, respectful side of the equation. Who and I think very, that's the way forward. Very, yeah, very well uh, within their constitutional rights also. Which yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. And I have to, I, I just want, before I forget, I want to, I want to shout out again, uh, Eliphaz Costas, who put this whole thing together from what I understand. Um, and, you know, his words were impactful. And, you know, afterwards he was uh, managing security. The, the, apparently they hired uh, 
security for our side of the whole thing just and there were no issues but just to make sure that everybody was safe and so i feel like the whole thing logistically as well was very well thought out and very well organized and uh like these might be questions for him i didn't want to get too deep into this just for their technicalities um but so when you know you call up whatever county jurisdiction is in charge of this say we're going to be doing this event at this thing we might need police for this reason and they then determine like yeah you you know we're we're going to send um some leos uh for that kind of protection now now was that publicly like released in the area that you know did these kind of like counter attendees have a very good i i clearly a lot of them did i mean they came with pole bearers and a mary statue um so it took some planning i would assume um but uh i guess the question is how long did um the organizer have to prepare for like what the security demands were going to be like did he have any idea of how many counter attendees were going like planning on showing up at that point like what they were going to show up with like was there any kind of uh intel i guess uh on any of that detail before the actual event went down um i don't know but i can extrapolate uh from certain other things uh, there was an email that was sent out um ahead of time to uh, explain to people like you have to stay on this side of the road, like nobody's allowed on the actual green space with the cross, but that's more because it's a busy intersection on either side with no like safe crosswalk. Um, but uh, in the email, they weren't even sure how many of us Satanists were gonna show up. So I think it was sort of a, I mean, and I don't know if they had any uh, part in the Leo showing up. I think that may have just been the municipality kind of getting, wanting to get out in front of any potential issues. But um, I think that it was mostly a matter of, okay, let's have security of our own um, just in case. But also let's make sure that everybody is in the right space and is following the rules. And, you know, it's it's kind of a very particular threading the needle of being offensive to other people because we're, we're offensive by our mere presence, but not being problematic in a public space, you know, by your mere existence. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's be visible, be loud, but be uh, safe and respectful, you know. So so I think it really um, given the unknowns, I think they they did an awfully good job of making sure it was organized in a way where we could do what we needed to do without causing any uh, tangential issues that would have taken away from the point of the event to begin with, if that makes sense. sense. And I just want to say real quick, hell you, Kian, because, you know, anytime Satanists come out in the open, 
especially in like an event or a public forum where they're, you know, potentially subjecting themselves to not only public ridicule, but also potential violence, because, you know, that thou shalt not kill doesn't really seem to apply when a bunch of Christians get together and see something they don't like. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, you, you always take that chance of something happening. And, you know, obviously I know that, you know, Veronica and I would have loved to have been there, obviously with scheduling issues, we couldn't, but, you know, hell you for going out there and, you know, braving any type of risk. And, and of course, for, for coming out and, and sharing your experience um, with both of us and with the, uh, the study hall community. So. Well, thank you. I, uh, I mean, I think it's important to do, um, you know, other people might kind of roll their eyes, like, why does it even matter about this, this cross on public land? But obviously, like you were talking about a moment ago with, with the prevalence of this uh, Christian nationalist movement, it's, it's important to stand up now and push back against it and be seen and be visible. And I mean, at a, at a, in a certain way, we're kind of almost like canaries in the coal mine, you know, because it's very easy to object to Satanists wanting to exist in a public space, you know, we're like, Ooh, they're scary and we're all black, blah, blah, blah. And, but if we're going to live in a, in a country based on the rule of, rule of law, where the law applies equally to everybody, it's important for us to be out there and say yes, and that includes people that don't look like people you think it should apply to, you know? It's it's kind of having it... Being visible as a way of forcing people to decide which side of the line they fall on in that equation, I think. so. And it should so, be uh, just as like a ending tidbit um in my opinion like it should also be to celebrate um the constitutional right to that expression as well um like i can't tell you how many frankly like experiences i've had where people who live in developing countries who are very you know under theocratic rule even now um where you get disappeared in the middle of the night if your uh, anybody in your government finds out you're an atheist if anybody in your government finds out you're gay if anybody in your government finds out that you don't fit within the theocratic lines of uh whatever they've you know strictly uh wired around you and um it's uh it, it's i think it's important for us um to celebrate and to keep celebrating our rights to do things like this and I think it's important that people who aren't in uh, states and people who aren't on land where they can freely do that and celebrate that kind of expression. I think it's also important for them to see us, you know, whether it's just whether it's like seeing it uh, on their TVs, if they have TVs, if they hearing about it on a radio, reading an article. Um, I do definitely believe there is a little bit of a trickle down effect with that and that demonstrations like this do inspire people who are clamped down that tightly to to start crying out for freedom. Um, it's happened tons of times in the last few years alone um, in these really theocratic areas. And I, I think that's just another component of the importance of rituals like this. And Absolutely. I completely agree. All right. Well, Kian, Veronica, thank you very much. Any closing comments? on uh, the Satanic Peace Cross or 
Any other thoughts on, you know, the, its meaning and, and the event? Uh, just that I hope that we can um, have more events like this in the future. Um, I Again, it's good to do them to be visible and make the point, but hey, I also really get a lot of out, of, out of it personally, so I'm looking forward to to more of the same in the future. So thank you for having me on. That was my pleasure. It was important to me to convey the personal uh, meaning of this whole thing and uh, make sure that that got across as well as the, the, the showmanship side, so to speak. Got across. Ha! Punch. <laughs> oh, All right. God. Thank you so much, Ken. Great. As always, <laughs> Al wants to kill me, but it's not the first time. <laughs> no, I, I love the puns. I honestly do. Well, Ken, thank you. Hail you. Hail everyone who made this beautiful ceremony possible. And most importantly, Hail Satan! Let's